2020 episode. I am your host, Alaska, with mm. your co hosts, Curly Castro. It's Zilla Roche. Thank you. Zilai Roche. Zilai Zima Bottle Roche. So we're going to talk about our favorite shit from this year. Yes. Um, you know, it's that time of year. Everybody's putting out their fucking best of lists, all that other fancy boy bullshit. And, uh, we're going to come with ours too, but we're not going to talk about the same shit that like everybody's talking about because they've already talked about it, right? Yes. yes. We all know that fucking Arm & Hammer is amazing. We all know like fucking the Aesop album is amazing. Yeah. We all know yes. like all this James. shit. Like we all know that. We got that Mike shit. Eagle, you know, like Baldy, like, Baldy James you know, on everyone's list. Everything, everything yes. that's on your list, we all we all know that shit. Yes. Um, so we're we going to talk about... Keep it a buck though. What's that? What? Can we keep it a buck though because we've had these convos? Yeah. What? Should should uh the the Khan Rock Marcy album be on every fucking list ever made? Uh, I will say this. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll really? say definitively. And I love these dudes so much. Definitively, the Khan record should not. I think that that is getting a lot of press just on his reputation. I'm not saying it's a bad record. This is my thing with the Khan. Is record. this his fish scale? Ooh. No, no, no. This is the big thing with Khan record. Let me tell you. So when it dropped, it dropped a little early in the year. Mm-hmm. Closer to um, was there a summertime or something? Wasn't yeah, it? closer to shrapnel and um, another early drop that's on people's list is uh, Rory's record, Purple Moonlight Pages. Mm, right, right. Yeah. So what ended up happening though, which worked, which worked for shrapnel, and I think I've been honest, Moon, Purple Moonlight Pages had like a mixed reaction in this in terms of keeping the conversation going and staying within the top ten. Mm. Every time somebody was dropping something after Ka, he would move down a slot. He would mm. move down a slot. And mm. eventually, to me, there were other albums that dropped after his that started yes. moving his position. And that's why I don't think he should have carte blanche. Marcy, I think, is the opposite. It dropped kind of late. Yeah. So if there was any fatigue or any there record fatigue, that you yeah. kind of... No, no, let me finish it. If there was any record that you were listening to earlier and it kind of faded away from, you know, now Marcy slides into that slot because he goes fourth quarter. Correct. That's a good call. But at the same time, I think there's a little um, uh, it's too much of a sense of urgency and sense that he did drop recently. Yes. So he's the most recent in people's memory. So like I said, yes. he's, he's having this, uh, the opposite of what Kai, he's getting a slot because boom, he, you know, he's D'Angelo dropping, you know, Vanguard late December. Mm. Like, you know, he's yeah. Jay-Z That's true. coming with the fourth quarter, DMX in the fourth quarter to mess up your list. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting watching like behavior patterns of when things are specifically released and like how you rate it it's because the way the way it's coming off to me though this could have been last year with uh behold a, a dark horse and people would throw it on the list mm-hmm. even though i don't think that's one of his higher tier projects you know what i'm saying right. but the, mount marcy to me is his third best project i'll I give him that, that high. I, I, I know i know mount marcy die hard in the world I but know. i'll give him that just because 
with me and Marcy, it's not the beats, it's not the rhymes, it's the collective quality of the project mm -hmm. and how it coincides with itself. When he gives me a nice full project without you know, without internet pressure, mm. when he made Mars, when he made um, Marsbury, when he made Reloaded, everybody mm. wasn't on his neck about him yes. being a god and all chosen. Sure. But then when he made um, Marcy Boku oh, cool. and yeah, Pimp Eye Strikes Back, everybody's, oh, Rose you know, on yeah. chaos. Rose a lot Bud, of things yeah. were pumped. Yes. Rosebud, Rosebud 1. Rosebud 2 mm. was pretty good. Rosebud mm. 1. But like, you're giving them, you're pumping them up because of the reverence you hold them in. But does the work parallel that? And I think those two records are soft to me. They suffer from it because I don't think it's I don't think it's a good thing. I don't think you should pump up any of the releases that don't deserve to be up there because then, you know, what are they striving for? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I I'm the I love these dudes so much. Like I deeply I'm excited that their careers are what they are. I just think it's like it's interesting just to watch them get like, oh well, like they're in, you know, without even would no one even be like, yeah, that that yeah. that David Robinson, Kevin Garnett, All Star birth. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> every like, year. Remember, like Dwayne Wade. Well, Dwayne Wade's gotta be the All Star. Gotta put him on the team, even though he averaged sixteen a game and destroyed the Bulls. Gotta put him in the All Star team. Ugh. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like I'm trying to think, like in baseball, who would that have been? Like I remember in baseball, like you have to have one rep from every fucking team. Or just Derek Jeter's last two All Star appearances, like the last was, five Jeter years. Oh yeah, he was batting horribly, but you know he would just get in because he's just yeah, like the, an honorary or like he's Brett the Favre shortstop du jour. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he's the he, oh even your man or well, Cal. I think he performed pretty well towards the end. Cal now, but he, nah, he like but a, he was he stopped, he wasn't playing shortstop anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. stuff like yeah. that when you know, yeah. but you're still giving him slots and shit. Dumar's yeah. last couple. Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, Jordan is different, but like right. voted in like crazy. Dumar is getting into the Kobe, dude. Game. Co last yeah, but those shits are Kobe. stars. Like, it's not really about like skill, right? It's the sure. same right. way. Like, who do you who you want to see in that in that yeah. star game? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I all pro is really pro. like the all pro team. All. Yeah, yeah. Is really where like the best people are. Yeah, indeed. Yes. And and right. that's where that's and you're right, Alaska, because that's where it, it gets earned. All pro yeah. golden gloves, those things yeah. postseason, like you're earning those. All yeah. stars a little bit, a lot more fan coach. Who do you want to see play? But we're yeah. with, but it's I like but a also celebration with, of the sport. But Correct. there were some people, yeah. Dirk Nowitzki, that get like perennial slots. Mm -hmm. Like it yes. didn't matter. Yeah. Ewing, didn't matter. Yes. Ewing started getting yes. like it didn't matter what the stats were, especially yeah. centers, like mm -hmm. ho um wholesome centers. They were always getting a slot because they they had like yeah. the center slot was just for them. So it was always yep. gonna be you know Lajuan, Ewing. Morning, you know, Tumbo would always get it. I mean, Jamal McGlure. Jamal all right, McGlure, yeah. Kevin Muhammad. Duckworth has two All Star appearances made. Oh, he rest in peace. So, yeah, but the point. So, that's what I think is happening with the car and the Mars. Yeah, and I'm not trying yeah. to single that out either. Like, I don't think any of the Griselda records were the best albums this year. Like by a long. I, I will say this was. Did. I will say this is West Side's weakest year. I think I like what Conway did this year in totality. I don't think there's anything specifically. I wasn't a big fan of Lulu, but in totality, I like what Conway did this year. And I felt like Benny coasted. And I felt like yes. Westside, Westside made some forgettable projects. I mean, I just I feel, feel like they're like really just one chamber. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're kind I don't of want like to concede fighters. that. I don't want to concede it, but I'll, I'll wait and see. But I feel you. I'm definitely, you know, I'm a yeah. big fan. But the fan weird thing is like that, them doing that is why I put Stove God above all of that shit. Because Stove God is the evolutionary next step of 10 years of 
Marcy now and and Ka now in the Griselda. It's like I still okay, listen to Stove God. I, I, mm. I, I'm taking my time with it too, but what Stove God really did, and I and I give Westside credit. Westside put him on three, four songs on Fly God is also God too. So it almost ostensibly becomes this is the Stove God cooks. But that 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 does more right. for Stove God than Westside. Exactly, exactly. So um, it, he's it, that's not even a way, in the crew. You know but I mean? that's a bigger platform. We have to be honest. Stove God on oh, yeah. West Side's yeah, yeah, yeah. this year after yes. the Pray for Paris. Right. So, so, I'm saying, so it does way more for Stove God than it does West Side, yes. God, which is yes. cool. Like that is cool that West Side did all that. Like I, I, I like when guys do that shit. But his album is like, that's why I can't celebrate. This. And and call out culture. Yeah. We want to say as a crew and as a podcast, we see through the matrix on Pray for Paris. There's a lot of trickery. And um and um three card mollying going on with Pray for Paris mm-hmm. when people are putting that in their list and stuff. It's a su- see, I think fellas, I think we're having a thing like we're not saying some of these projects no, are not trash solid. or anything. Right. We're not yeah. saying that, but we're just saying that there's superior projects without yes. as much yeah. um puff. Can Correct. I say that? And that's without why that's why fluffy. we got it. that that's that's what we're gonna be talking about. So, that, that kind of you know, you know how we always we always talk about like the people that don't like rap but they like ex artists. Yes. yes. I feel like a lot of these artists are like becoming those not becoming those, but they're like the rap fan version of that artist. I like rap, but I don't deep dive into rap. I think let's take, let's, let's evolve the statement because I did this with the X-Men comic. I know I've talked about it much. I have not collected X-Men in 30 plus years, like actively going and buying the issues. Mm -hmm. I tried a couple of times Alaska and I would be unsuccessful because I would just jump in. I'm like, what's going on? Like The stories were, Right. rolling without me and it was a bad time for x-men yeah in general the yeah. new stories that drop made me resurrect i go to the comic shop every week my girlfriend yeah. hates it like it's not even exp- i don't even budget it properly anymore i don't know what i'm doing like so it's just it's a <laughs> but it's a weekly thing i watch them digitally but there was enough to resurrect me out of the dust of oh i and when i would talk to people i used to collect comics my comics yeah. were at home my comics were in brooklyn for years Mm-hmm. As a, I just brought this big ass chest up to Philly now to organize my books. So with the new X-Men books, it resurrected my fandom for comics as a whole, even though I'm very specific with my collections. Now I don't collect as no, nearly as many books. I feel like the Griselda movement is for those fossilized fans. Remember those yeah. guys in Alaska? They were yeah. like, oh, I don't listen to hip hop no more. I just I play my locks records. And, yeah. Which is fine. I'm not, not but they, they would actively say, I, Z, when they, I stopped listening to the radio in 98. Like, yep. yeah. They, they go with this, I stopped doing something for 30 years. Just like the right. people, I don't watch the NBA anymore. Yep. They're not, all they, they do is dunk, or they, all they do all is shoot threes. They're so. Yeah, everything Are stopped being interesting me? once you I stopped, turned 25. You stopped watching it in, 90, <laughs> in 1990. What? You've got to be kidding me. Like, you're, 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 you're hurting yourself. So, I, and which is fine, so, but that—that's sort of what I mean. Like th- they're hip hop fans and they love hip hop. They just stopped exploring. Yes, and, right. And, and, and and these so, are like the easy things to grab right off of the grocery shelf. Boom, boom, boom. Put them in my cart. But there's I another part of that. Me. There's another part of that. New York, let go of the baton. We've said that mm-hmm. a million times before. Oh, yeah. This is the closest to regrasping the True. baton. I will say, there's pl- plenty yeah. of artists yeah. from New York around that New York. Benny they, fits they, that shit to a T, bro. They didn't claim Brook. They didn't claim the boroughs. That was another thing. People stopped mm. claiming the boroughs. They're just I'm New Yorkian. They stopped claiming boroughs and they stopped making good music. And I right. think except for rock this, and Kyle, like right. all these guys were talking about, they right. were the ones quote unquote bringing it's the New competency. York back. By of just Griselda, 
to bring New York. Correct. Oh, wow. Yes. They dropped three quality projects in a row, not like one half quarter decent Red Cafe project and then weird yes. single. Seriously, I'm yes. just, I'm not even knocking on them, but that's, that right. was their problem. Like yep. singles and half projects done. Griselda at least gives you full packs, but Correct. we yep. as being discerning fans, we're still going to hold them to that standard. You're still not just going to give us run of the mill stuff. We'll, if we'll, we'll point it out, if we catch it. Sorry. Yeah, like, for, like for you could sell, you could sell all the hoodies in the world and have, have a couple big looks and I'm, and I'm happy for these dudes. Like I like the fact that these guys, stick to their guns and, and move up the ladder. But it's, it's not that different from the same three to four records we were getting a year in 2017 or 2019. It's just now this is the fourth wave of that record. You know what I mean? And so it was like hearing all these things and watching this stuff, it, I feel like it's just championed only by that set of consumer like alaska said of like yeah. yeah man i mean the last cd i bought was the fucking the game album or something you know what i mean right. like <laughs> right. you know best buy on release day but uh it doesn't mean again i i just i, I feel like because we we love these dudes for so long it's like how we are with ghostface on this show you know what i mean yeah. like like i said capture the other day ghostface was it this year it was, it's called the ghostface killers Right? That's this year. That's this that year. is the first time in my entire life. Yeah. I have never pressed play or had any interest in checking a Ghostface album ever. And the irony I've is that's or purchased every single one this dude ever touched. Apollo. The irony is that's actually the most decent one he's put out in the last like four or five. Yeah, like I peeped like the 36 seasons with Tommy Boy Records and Asian rapper on like four songs and trash. You know, all of that. I peep I go down all these 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 detours with this dude. Where like this year I was like I'm good, and I still to this day have no interest in, interest in listening to it. And I think Griselda is like that Conway song with Juicy J like brightens my spirit to be like good. Let's see you take this talent because I've heard you on twenty thousand Derringer joints and two hundred Alchemist joints and Beat Butcher and all this shit. Let me hear you with some big money people with big fan bases with worldwide prestige and acclaim. And you go on their shit and snatch that spot. Like, that would be ill. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see that shit. Remember, like, woo, woo, like, when you, when when everyone was only doing RZA beats and then rhyming on RZA, when these dudes would pop up elsewhere, you were like, woo. Like, hear Ray and Ghost on the Jodeci remix, you were like, oh. Or, like, hearing them on the Mob Deep record. You know what I mean? Or, like, Meth with Big, you're like, oh, shit. They can be, or, like, R&B remixes and all. I feel like I want to see Griselda branch out, but I'm not going to just put a spot in there because I love Hitler seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. I'm going to, I'm going to isolate that vocal and just get it to be you saying, I love Hitler. <laughs> and, and, and put, put mad flange on it. And some he was just misunderstood, I mean? bro. Like he was misunderstood. Yeah. He was like an artist and he was like, <laughs> he was really passionate. You know what I mean? I mean, look, man, how many times in interviews, <laughs> okay. the word art will pop up. I did a cursory overlook and it was 30 times the word art was in there. Art, so that, that, you know, that, that guarantees yeah. it. Nah, um, but let, let's, let's now we're past the scrutiny. Let's talk about some stuff we like. Why don't we take a quick break and then, because right. yes. we've been going on and we'll come back with some stuff that we liked. All right, do. All right, All right we'll be right back. Nihilist Millennial, the album from Cargo Colts, me and Alaska is available now exclusively on Bandcamp. We've been talking about it on the show, played mad joints. We did a live from the liner notes. 
digital available now at wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. Alaska is doing probably the greatest rapping of his entire career on this record. I'm doing all the beats. Castro is the only guest along with myself. We got Cryptic One doing all the mastering. The Almighty Gang, aka King Vision Ultra, did all the packaging and design, which is insane. CDs are just about gone forever, but you can get the Digi t shirt, fucking necklace, and the hoodie all available now at wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. We really appreciate your support for this record. This joint is booming and flying off the shelves, literally. I'm not just saying that to sell a record even harder. Alright, Nihilus Manilio from being Alaska. They're all available. Alright, so welcome back everybody. Shabla. Year end call-out culture wrap-up. Um, we laid the groundwork for what we're not going to talk about. I think a couple more things we're not going to talk about. All of our friends that have been on the shit doing fucking episodes. Yes, we love you guys. Talked about their records. We love their records. We love them. Hours. Shout out to all of them, but you're not getting discussed tonight. Sorry. No. You're good. Okay. You made lists. You've made everything. Yeah. Else. I might, I might break the rules and bring up something, but okay. No, right. All right. No, so, yeah. So why don't we just like sort of like, because since we're not really doing like a top ten list or anything like that, we're just gonna talk about like some off the radar shit that we all like. Mm. Yeah. So you know, Castro, why don't you give me your your first pick? All right, my first pick is. I'm gonna start with him because I really like it. It's um well them. Uh the record Gandhi Loves Children by Fat yeah. Boy Sharif and Roper mm-hmm. Williams. Shout out to Sharif. Yeah. They're shout gonna be on uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, and shout out to Brother Roper. Um the and the funny thing is it's one producer, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But the production is varied and vast. Very no beat sounds the same, like literally at all. And all of the beats sound like to me, it's like almost a galaxy, and each beat is a each song is like a different planet. Nice. It feels like like I don't know if people are familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, and on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, there were different species on each planet within mm. our solar system. So there was people on Jupiter, there was people on uh, Pluto and Mars mm. and stuff like that. And um, what ended up happening, obviously, was it was like mass genocide on all the planets, and the last survivor of each of those species ended up being a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever. Mm. And anyway, I, I know I'm being long form with the metaphor, but that's what this record reminds me of. The first iteration of the Guardians of the Galaxy, like you have somebody that knows the Mars environment so you can deal with the fire and stuff like that. <laughs> and you have somebody on Jupiter who's super strong with the gravity and all of these different beats and these um, different flavors. And then you got Sharif just going ham over it. Like Sharif has a very interesting vocal vocal style he says some off the wall things like mm-hmm. yeah his his strength i think is juxtaposition he'll put one phrase with another name and you're yeah. like oh, you know like uh tom cruise beignets or some shit yeah. you're like huh and it's just but it just he, he, you know he's so ill with his flows and stuff a lad scroll viewed over Alaskan home. Scientists stroll new to a climactic role. Fruits of Abraham through galactic hole. Injected caveman review from a cancer soul. Panic set. News at 12. We saw a Dave Koresh in Bangladesh, right? With a raven set. I spit a solar ring with the feds approaching them. With the Smith and Wesson at the Smithsonian. Spin kick split from the mask of Jason. Drug traffic case. King's assassination. Past greatness face. Crash arrangement. Gold pigment. Figment imagination. 
I spit a solar ring with the feds approaching them. With the Smith and Wesson at the Smithsonian. I spit a solar ring with the feds approaching them. With the Smith and Wesson at the Smithsonian. I dip between the almanac and a best selling novel on Malcolm X Invasion of Planet Nine. With an infant stillborn chemistry, century barbaric cyclones, channeled mentally, held yeah, that, that side effects, cloned like. on a killing spree. Um, it was a little bit under the radar but i think people are coming around to it um lifelongs on that record i love the kid yl i love that kid yl's on that flop like pelican, shit. pelican that's, that's that's hot. he got another mc named pootie on there like yep. you know what i'm saying uh songs like arsenic um uh, the cure for amoxicillin um, first track tragic you know you could drop any one of these and the stigmata stigmata is hot good. Galvi, there's a lot of just a really a lot of good songs in there. I would I would implore anybody to listen to press track, press play track one. Don't skip around and let the thing wash over you because you'll by the end of it you'll be feeling like <laughs> you'll be on some Lovecraft country. You went through the vortex mm-hmm. and uh you know you went with Hippolyta through all of those planets. That stuff def- it just gives you that feeling like um yeah or even like Capadon in the Triumph video when he keeps spinning and changing his outfits. Yeah. That's that's what this Gandhi loves children. If they just keep spinning, here's another outfit. Spinning, here's oh. another outfit. So yeah. It reminds that's me, it reminds me of, like I said to you when I, when, I, when I first got onto it, I was like, it reminds me of the Def Jokes documentary where Aesop and C-Rays are freestyling. Mm. It's like very C-Rays in that moment of mm. saying like, how, watch how far and weird I could take this shit. Yep. But it, it all fits. Like everything yep. I'm saying fits together. And after I say it, you're like, why did I never think of that pattern? Or why didn't I ever put those two phrases together? Mm-hmm. And he has that voice. It's very similar to C Rays to me. Like I'm not again, I'm not like a very, very deep C Ray solo catalog dude, but I've watched that documentary, you know, three hundred times in my life. So that I always think of that when I think of C Rays first. And there's certain parts where I hear Fat Boy be I'm like, he pulls me back to that space and and when you watch that documentary, like again, like C Rays is not some gimmick shit. Like he is ripping it, but but being next level in the moment, which is you know really hard to do. But yeah, I think the beats too, like Roper Williams. I never heard this dude ever until I played his song. I mean his record, and I was like, man. Yeah, Roper's got dope beats. It's just kind of like every type of feeling. You know what I mean? There's like pretty melodic joints. There's like sparse, like paranoid Jedi mind tricks early type of joints. He's he's nice. I was like, this this record is fire to me. So yeah, it's really nice. dope. All right, see what do you got? Um, this I submitted my list to Passion of the Whites. It doesn't mean it's it's going to amount a lot to their official counting, but my number what album? Let me know what was it? It was number five. My number five album the entire year was an album. I don't know how many people peeped. Um, Gary put me on that shit. Shout out to Gary. No Yoko. No. Um, and the the cabbages newsletter uh which i subscribe everybody to. should subscribe to that it's real dope yes, newsletter definitely um it was crazy because he posted these cats and i heard the dude rhyming and i was like oh like i feel like i know this dude and i looked at his name and i was like nah i don't really know him and they were from baltimore and then later on i found out i did know them through fucking scorsese who he was in one of scorsese's groups Fucking the album is called Rhino XXL by Brian Ennels and Infinity Knives. Infinity Knives. Uh, this yeah. shit is fucking hard, man. This album, wow. I I this this shit gives you every fucking rap style of the last like 30 years. It's got 
new jack swing shit on there it's got like too short shit it's got like super hard like bass heavy grimy shit and brian is like brian is like one of them dudes where he's you could tell he's like a really diehard rap dude who took this like i feel like it's very similar to a clipping record where clipping is you know really serious dudes but david he approaches the clipping records as a character so all of the clipping songs they may be about hood shit street shit like typical um west coast type of rap records but david is doing it from a, a very real point of view of like it's a character with brian like he's got one song about him and his girlfriend smoking crack and shit robbing people <laughs> and like it's, it's just very irreverent but hard on the sleeve it's not like a detached dos racist way of like oh like you know i kind of i love rap but i, I don't want to look like i give a shit about rap it's it's very much like a, a a guy who's like i like so many styles of rap and i could pull it off and then a dude infinity knives this motherfucker is like he can shit he his solo shit i, I just started peeping it like spin magazine did a really good feature on him recently um th- this dude he could pull goddamn like i feel like this dude could work with like have a beat on a Freddie Gibbs album and then turn around and have a beat on like an E40 record and turn around and have a beat on like like some fucking R&B shit or something. Like this dude is he's fire, man. Like this I was blown away hearing this shit. And so Gary posted one of their videos and the, and the song in the video was so grimy and mean I just kept playing. I'm like, oh my god. It reminded me of like an Arm and Hammer type of record. <laughs> These niggas is whores, Edgar Allan Poe, my heart's under the floor, drop you from the stratosphere, you'll fall through to the core, we were slaves and kings, gods and coons, niggas and moors, I got all these drugs on me, now all these drugs is bored, she put all her trust in me, but she won't do that shit no more, pillows underneath the knees, we fucking on the floor, I lie like police, lied about Freddie Gray, spinal cord, ride around with that reefer, bong ready to rip, Master house on fire, won't put it out with my piss Excalibur, we set in stone My monologue is a metronome After this shit over, niggas gon' need some methadone Cause we be cooking that dope Standing over the stove, cooking my neck stuck in this rope I say fuck the police and motherfuck the Pope Niggas quit the Newports cause they don't want no smoke My name's Brian Annals And... And then once I pressed play on the album, I was like, oh, there's nothing else like that. It's like every song is like a standalone genre of rap the last like 30 years. And nice. uh, I, that shit isn't great. Like I, I, I haven't heard anything like that this year. Like it, it's not like, oh, okay, we, we're like the East Coast, you know, no drum guy or we're the fucking turn up trap dudes like they have a little bit of all of that shit in, in, in every in every other song. I felt like I was like, man. So yeah, shout shouts to those dudes. That's, that's my number five album for all of 2020. Rhino XXL. Go peep that shit. Word. There you go. So so for my pick, it, it's kind of like a weird choice, I think. Um, because I haven't actually listened to her album. Mm. Um, mostly because I'm scared to listen to it because <laughs> She kind of became a viral sensation, um, Brittany Carter. Okay. 
Um, oh, you, she was, you haven't listened to I Am yet? I haven't listened to it yet, to it yet no, because it's like, I just, I really love like every video that she's dropped. Mm-hmm. And it has like a real cool organic feel. And like, I've just been like burnt so many times in the past by these types of things <laughs> where it's like, you know, somebody comes and they drop these little like cool, flavorful pills. Yeah. And then when you put it all together, it's like, ah. But I'm not doubting her as a talent. It's just like I haven't been able to to get myself to listen to it. But she really made an impression on me this year. It's like she's fucking this it's nasty ass rapper out of Chicago. It's a good record. Real dope style. Um, and she's like, she kind of like in a way brings me back to like like 90s rappers that weren't necessarily like super complex with the lyrics. Mm. But we're all like sort of mood and style in their delivery, right? Like it's voice, mood, and style. And that's her mm. whole shit. Like the way it comes out, like it's just got this real organic musical feel that like it fucking hits really dope. So that's that's my number. I don't know what number we're doing, but that's just one that I wanted to bring attention to. You, you all should follow her on Twitter. Um, her handle is Brittany Carter. Uh, sorry, underscore Brittany. Underscore Brittany. Two T's. Yeah. It ain't my fault that I'm better. Ain't my fault that I'm different. I never asked you to like me. I never cared for your limits. I never cared for your rules. I don't care what they doing. God body, God got me. They can't stop how I'm moving. You can't get this far by fitting in. Over the years, develop thicker skin. Everybody got an opinion, but don't let them in. Keep my distance. You see me choosing, and it's real specific. My peers wild and peer pressure. I can never get to keep the code. If it ain't solid, then the answer's no. Everybody's scared to lose something. Should I let it go? Learn early. I'm just alone in this world. I check my company. Can't fuck with me if movements ain't thorough. Think my intentions are pure. Think my intentions are clear. Need a reminder. I just look in the mirror. Picture me compromising, selling ass. Picture me goofy just to get the bag. Everybody got a role to play, but mine was never that we claiming territory and get hella gory when you this high up. I wish they would try us. We nothing like these rapping niggas. Rapping niggas. I be quick to slap niggas. Pimp slap a nigga. Oh yeah. Uh, who cold is us? Tell me who is bold is us? Nobody. Nigga, put that on my mama. This ain't speculation, it's a promise. And then also, somebody, a frequent collaborator of hers, um, they should follow too. Um, Olive Blue, she's yeah. some of her hooks Olive and Blue. stuff like that. Yeah, really check. Good. I mean, check out the song. Um, I think it's called Cool, uh, cold, cool as Ice, cold, or cold, cold as Us. Cold as Us, Cold as Us. Yeah, so that's like if you like that song, like that's really basically them. Like this dude, Scud One, I'm not familiar with him. Oh, you saw her. Why? Yeah, it's got one producer. The, the Denmark Vessi yeah. joint from a few Oh, where? Yeah, yeah. The, nice. the beat's insane. Scud is um, nasty. So I actually, we were, we were talking with her a while back, well, her people a while back about getting on the podcast. Right. And it just like, thing, you know, basically nothing lined up, unfortunately. But um, one of my homies, uh, my, my guy Brian, um, aka Bistro, uh, his name is Brian Carter. He sent mm-hmm. me, he's like, yo, my cousin started rapping. And he sent it. He sent me a link to her shit. Mm. And I was like, yo, that's your fucking cousin. And he didn't respond. So I just basically hit her up. I was like, yo, your cousin's with Brian? She was like, 
I don't know anybody named Brian. I was like, so I had to hit him up. He was like, no, nah, she's not really my cousin. I was just playing because we got the same. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, you played me, dude. That's my card. Is card is an easy name to do that yeah. too. I'm so, pretty sure but, people are wondering, is she Jay's? She related to Jay? Yeah, I'm sure, right? <laughs> you know, who, who are those girls that keep popping my feed? Is yes, yes. Yo, no, no, they are dope. They are. Diddy and Shab Bigger. Let me tell y'all something. Let me Yo, go in. Let they, me go they, in. Let, let me go let, in. Let, let, let me say something before you even do. You know what's genius about these girls? They are going viral doing what every two rap friends have done since 1979, 1980. I go, you go. We practice a lot. We do it. There's di- dynamic parts. I feel like, I know your because lines. literally you know no rap person on a major scale does, not even Ellen Mike do that. They don't even do that shit. They don't do back and forth. No. Really. Ever. So wait, what are the, what's their names? All right, Shaw Bigger, because it's two A's yes. and two B's on Bigger. It's two A's on Shaw and two A's on Bigger. And and the girl's name is Sadiddy now. It used to be Ha Sadiddy, but now it's Sadiddy. Yes. So they're both solo artists. And what I love about them is they're just like Wrecking Crew. They're both solo artists, mm-hmm. but you see they work well, so well together. Oh. And um, my only worry about them is, you know what I say, especially when it comes to female MCs, people like to fill up slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's all, like Remy Ma has that slot kind of locked. The um pretty hood chick, yes. you know, with 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 complicated wordplay. But if you watch their their um their oh. interviews, they know their shit. Like they talk about they talk about people compare them to um like Styles and Jada. Yep. And they had Salt and Pepper, but they had another one. And I was like, how the hell y'all know this one? Like, how did, who's saying that to y'all? I, I feel and like someone's like, parent. I think I feel like someone's. Say, somebody so mentioned like their brother was a the DJ or something like that. Is one of them one of their cousins or some uncle was a DJ. I, I watched an interview with them the other day. So pretty much that viral video is like a year old though. That was from like late last year when that dropped. The one, the one where they're like was... sitting in front of the building, right? Yeah, yes. the ramen on bus. There's another one of them in a car. Yeah, yeah. that one. That, that just crazy. came out though, right? Yeah. So what? So what they did was they'll refine it. So there's a SoundCloud uh, studio version of the song. Now. Oh, right. But it but it doesn't have that same rawness of spitting it outside. Yeah. As as but, those things don't. See, so that's it's, that's the thing I was saying, like that I was scared of with the with. Uh, with Britney, Britney right? Carter. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think that was Britney's issue. If the, if you have an issue with the record like that, I think. Um, it does, I think the issue might be it doesn't go to that well. Like her and Olive Blue is like solid gold. And I feel like, yeah. I'm not saying you have to feature on everything, but that feeling you should go to. And here's another side note. That feeling that y'all like is um, almost emulated by my man's record. 
and this one, unfortunately, it came on 2019, so it won't make our list. But Brittany Carter and Olive Blue's on the um, nice. Jim Crow, the musical, Add to This mm-hmm. record is incredible. My man, Add to. Yeah. And so he helps cultivate a lot of younger MCs and stuff. And he got both of them on their, on his record last, you know, in 2019. So like the stuff that they do, um, that she does well, I don't know if she did enough on her record. And the same thing with Sha Bigger and Sadiddy mm. is like, cause it's so weird. Cause everybody's like, oh, who's signing them, sign them, sign them. And then I feel like, I don't think y'all need to get like some management company or, or, um, uh, what's that guy, Whack 100 or, um, you know, who's Megan's first, that management group that, oh, yeah. that broke Megan and yep. they, they have another yeah, art there. Yeah, and then they're also working with like blue faces. I don't think they need to have somebody having their claws into them like that. Just like, I don't think they need some fucking hip hop idol to lead their way. Nah. I think those, both of those scenarios always don't turn out the best. And again, nah. when it comes to taking slots like, there's a lot of women that are in that slot right now. And unfortunately, they don't make room for all of them and stuff. So they, but, they need they need some refinement, but mm-hmm. I don't want but the refinement might hurt it. Yeah. You but also I mean? you wouldn't you wouldn't go to like a group of dudes like that and be like, yo, somebody needs to pick them up and manage them and do exactly. That, right? No, you would just so, tell them keep keep turning, keep, keep you know, doing keep your dropping, thing, yeah. Keep doing your thing. But everybody's suggesting somebody take lead of them, or nah. like, yeah, you know. And I, I no, don't think they so. don't need anybody to lead them. They know like yo, you know, you know who retweeted them? A- AG from DITC. That's all you need. Hell yeah. You need Hell people yeah. like that to be like. I think they need to link it and work with some established folk. That yeah, would be really thing, good. For yeah, them. here's the only thing I've noticed though, as like an industry trend, and I, it, I, I, I'm somewhat skeptical that there isn't some industry apparatus already connected to them mm-hmm. only in the sense that they did this shit with Joey badass of, Whoa, look, no one this age would be rapping on these type of beats. And yet here, this, this person is doing it. You know what I mean? Like they're 20 something rhyming on a bust of beat from 1998 and they're yeah. rhyming on fucking um, slick Rick and on shit. So it's like, and then, but 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 you go on their page, they're rhyming on like trap shit, which is which is dope too. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just thinking like you your your video went viral, and like we said earlier, like the people have been like oh, I haven't listened to rap since fucking Jay's fourth album. They like jump viral on is the like, good oh. and the bad because it's like can they just develop organically? But right. now since they're viral, we want them to momentum. be popular faster. Right. So. Uh, Def Jam signed them up or uh, Rock Nation to scoop like we want them to be popular and in our face faster which might not be good for their development like why can't they just drop a project you know what I'm saying but nobody that's not good enough for people once something like that goes viral yeah you know yeah like like I'm looking at I'm looking at High Sadiddy's other video that AG retweeted this is more like the modern New York like yep in the projects doing trap shit stunting with Tim's on yeah, and Shaw oh, Biggs. They got a third story. one. No, nah, it's just like their solo own stuff. shit. They're and solo. Then they go to Shaw Biggs' page. She got a new one. She drops Sadiddy's name and Sadiddy's not in it, but she's in the front of the hood. And I'm like, I'm like, will the pub like they already let Nick um uh, Cardi do that? Like when Cardi started, I'm looking at Shaw Biggs' videos. I'm like, these were early Cardi videos. This is how you know how she started and stuff. But it's it's dope. But it just will it get will it have room to breathe? That's that's always my big question because when it goes viral, it's like they, you want to suffocate them with your fandom. I want them to be good now and yeah. 
is their song and shit like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I think it's dope just them doing it's basically like blown off a blown up off a clue tape. We're like clue tape, yeah. You're hearing somebody who's super fire on a beat you already love doing right. something yeah. new or unexpected. So like hearing them over like Mona Lisa, two girls, twenty two maybe. Yeah, that's going back and forth over slick. You're like, oh Jesus Christ! Like, I'm just saying, I, like, I just know from an industry wave, it's like, like even Griselda, it's like, like me and Shell say, it's 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 like weaponized nostalgia of like, yeah. ah, see, this is like that thing you used to like when you're 18. But the only way it works with that DNA Z <laughs> is if somehow you get that same producer that made that old beat, make them something new. So right. at least you still have some yeah. of the DNA in there, and their flows fit, you know, where it was when you like. Well, as long as that new producer isn't chasing right. like some fucking right, right, sound, no. but I'm not saying like, like suddenly got a trade and keyboard. With, don't put these girls with Mike. Will make it. That's what I'm no. saying. Right, like, you yeah. get them like don't do that. Or Lex Luger. You know I mean? no. Yeah, but then you'd have to get them to work with like Teddy Riley, who made Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you know, not that far back. But you get, right. Yeah, but I'm, I'm both both sentiments are true. Like right. one that producer needs to still be rocking, but but the thing is to truly weaponize the nostalgia. That's that's how you right right but keep these girls Steve, away let them camp low it oh and, and keep them uh, away from premiere and eric's yes. fucking sermon don't let them even know these <laughs> what about pete rock should shit. they do pete rock horns well i mean it depends is um i would let him i would tell pete rock you can do it if you get this vaccinate if you get the vaccine if you don't get the vaccine you can't do it so you already know that's uh, yeah. um, the pete i interviewed him pete. mom's the word on my end so i'm feeling I, no, I think he just um he types fast. No, I don't think it was stupid to say it. It would just seem like, do you really know how you phrased it? Because the way you phrased it seems like you don't understand vaccines at all. If he phrased it as I'm skeptical of vaccines, like, you know, like I am and other people, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have right. been taken that way. It was the way he made it seem like, you don't get vaccines to people that ain't sick. People are sick. Right. People are sick. Okay, let's just yeah. get that over with. And then you come with the, but then I think people are disappointed with the next tweet that that, that um, Pete Rock dropped, which is, you know, digital propaganda. There's no vaccine for cancer and AIDS and this and I'm all cutting these all this out, by the way. It's all getting cut out. Why? Yeah, it's because by the time it airs, it's going to be fucking four weeks later. No one's even going to oh. care anymore. You, you know, so, but my I point, remember that tweet was like months ago. That wasn't like a yeah. new tweet. No, that wasn't. Oh, was it? The, I thought the, it was the, like, new, yeah. the new tweet was when he said, we haven't had a vaccine for this, that, and, you know, when people say we haven't right. had a vaccine for this, that, and the third, how do we have this vaccine? Herpes. Which is a logical question, but Twitter yeah. is not the place to put it out there. Like, it's not a soft place to land when you really want a, that type of answer. You know what I mean? But you I look- mean, you know, it's, it's also like this is a similar disease to another disease that we know out there. Like, you can't have a vaccine for cancer because cancer is. Right, your cells not, turning against you. It's not <laughs> right. like it's not, it's not no, something I, you can I, catch I, from someone else. Alaska, if you call for me and I get cancer, I'm gonna be pissed. Be honest, no. it's not. It's not. The, he didn't bring up this other respiratory virus. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, this right. one that we have a flu <laughs> shot for like Black decades lung. now. Yes. <laughs> you don't have the measles. You don't have the problem. And and you know, like I know he'll cut it out, but I have my own opinions about vaccines and stuff. But no, Twitter is not a place to do whatever the hell. Yeah. P Rock is doing, but um. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, back I'm, to the I'm, I'm big, big into Diddy, yo. They're fucking crazy. They yeah. tight. Uh, and I, I wish, I want to, as fans and as uh, as call out cultists, I want to close my eyes and in a cup in like next year in a good time, I want to see them drop like legit. I don't know if that'll happen because yeah. I've been following them for a minute. Because like I said, mm. that video is kind of old. Yeah. Uh, and so 
let's just let's just keep our fingers crossing. But yeah, check them out, y'all. Follow yeah, them. I, I don't want them to be in service of like forty year old fucking men who want. To That's what I'm saying. Get back nah. to ninety three. I'm like, nah. I'm nah. Like I'll I give. Mean, I'll, it has a real like grinding vibe to it. Yeah, it could be some. You know Neptune, what I mean? Like just like Neptune's young, involved. young, Whoa, young people yeah. coming out of nowhere and just like murdering shit on yeah, some like real rapping, just rapping, rapping, rapping and like I mean? back to like basics, like just drums and rapping. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. They're right? not talking about they. They're not talking about they pussies except as a um, yeah. advantage. Yes, like you know, what I'm saying like, um, yeah, they they're great. I think they're great rappers. Um, I hope it. I hope it goes well for them in terms of yeah. getting us some full fledged material and then getting them oh, out God. there. Hasta Diddy. Yeah. Right, let's take let's take another break. Yeah. And then we'll like, right. come back and talk some more rap. Okay. All right. Available now from DJ Chong Wizard and Zilla Rocker. Midnight Suns on vinyl. CD. Not so much cassette presently. Hoodies. T-shirts. Test pressing. Midnight Suns. Nine joints. Instrumentals. Breaks and new drums from J-Zone, features from Castro and Alaska, Billy Woods, Lord Juco, Prem Rock, Denmark Bessie, Nature, Queensbridge, what up, and Malik Blunt, a.k.a. M. Illitan, a.k.a. Malik B. from the legendary Roots crew, rest in peace, he is on the record. New album out now at chongwizard.bandcamp.com exclusively. Grab the vinyl. You guys want to hear me on vinyl? My first time ever in my entire life on wax. As a solo artist, I should say. Or in a group project in this sense. So there you go. Midnight Suns is available. We'd love it if you purchase it now. So now that you guys have all fast-forwarded the commercials and paused everything and went to go look for Shabiga and Sadiddy, let's talk about our next ones. Castro, what you got? Okay, um, my next pick is, hold on, I have, a, I have two, but um, I'll do one, I'll do the second one first. Um, Odyssey comes with another banger, Odyssey as usual, I didn't listen to that one. with this album called Odd Cure, I and it's, it's a um, pandemic record in the sense that the interludes are all um, him calling his relatives, checking on them. And like the beginning of the pandemic, checking on his mom, his pops, nice. his cousins and stuff. So it just, it gives it that wholesome feel, his grandma. And it's funny, the, the grandma one is funny because he says his name. And she, for a second, she goes like, who? Like almost forgets which grand, which grandchild it is because she has so many or whatever. Mm. And then she starts laughing. Um, and then there's one great song. This is a song I want you to drop in there. It's called Shoot Your Shot. You don't speak, sup with you. Time change, front door, always open. Come on in, certain rooms, it's off limits if you trouble in. I can spot a user like computers. You ain't got no drive, you just wait for me to boot up. I keep hope alive, on my shoulders is my future. I'm coaching the team, got no players left to suit up. Put me in, Hall of Fame, but off the wall. A flower group in the shade, in front of y'all. Want some credit? Now forget it. Ain't no water under bridges. I get wet and I'm repelling. Shower proof, keep it clean. 
clean until I can't. I take it dead, never been, but confident. I make it dead, harmful or you harmless. I keep calm until you are it. We aiming at each other, overcome it. I say two brothers walking through the world unprepared. One little fear, why the other one dead? Along came a chance, neither one of them to share. Are they aiming at each other or the air? Go ahead, shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. It's just the formula that works for Odyssey so much good time. Great melody, flowing his ass off, and a great hook, and he produced it. And um, it's a great record. Uh, the boy Oliver St. St. Louis is on there singing a few times. Oh, yeah, he's times. all the time. He's dope. Yeah, he's always saying. It's just another great record. I think he has, um, I can't remember, you might know, Z. What's the name of uh, Odyssey's band? Oh, uh, I, I saw them play at Silk City. I forget their name. Yeah, I think they're playing on um, really a number good. of projects, but it's a really short project, bunch of skits, but it's really good. Um, 31 minutes. It's a nice breezy, uh, take a trip to the store and, and bang that odd cure. That's just Odyssey, just another one. Like, I mean, the guy, that's 1000. He, what, where, what bad project he has? He might have a project. He has a project that's a little lower than some of the other ones. I um, don't right. know what that one is, but other than that, this, this guy's crazy prolific. And this is his um his own imprint, I yep. think. It's called yep. Outer Note Label. And yep. he's putting it out himself. So, like, go support that. That's really important. Um, he was a mellow music group, Pharaoh, and he's doing his own thing at this point. Mm -hmm. yep. And so it's definitely important to go support that. I don't know if there's physicals for it, but definitely go get that digital it, yeah. um, and check it out. It's a really good record. Bomb. I fuck with the record. Um, I, I haven't fucked with it yet. Um, the rest of my list is either homies or I feel like shit I've seen on other people's lists. Because what, what I was waiting on the Brian Ennels Infinity Knives. I'm like, no one's got that on a list except me. So I was, I was happy about myself. Um, here's one that is a big record, but no, I haven't seen on any list. So I'm going to put it on here. Nas King's Disease. Mm. I love this fucking album, man. It's a great record. Really it's do. a really good record, yo. I keep, uh, Alaska's face was pure astonishment when I said that. <laughs> I totally forgot this even came out because I muted you know. Nas on Twitter, so I never right, see anything about Nas good for you. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, if you saw my muted list, it's it's amazing too. It's like yeah. Knicks, Knicks, there's some really, Celtics. It's all been muted forever. There's, there's a lot me. of good, lot of good ideas executed on this record, and um, other than him, you know, letting Salam Remy do the majority of his production and his later career, this is his first record with one producer ever um, yeah and he and he just it's um you know it's it's like when we did our nods episode right you know what you're gonna get you're gonna get like two or three very awkward songs here and there and some very strange viewpoints on contemporary things in the world you're like why did he say that or that's kind of misinformed but once you just get past that it's like it was like when jay-z 444 came out where i played it the first time it came out, I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. And then for some reason, I just kept going. I kept wanting to keep hearing that record the whole year that came out. And so this album, I was like, the first four songs are fucking slamming. Like the arrangement is amazing. They're, the beats are unbelievable. He's making real songs like Car 85 is unreal. And then as he gets into the, you know, there's a couple of like missteps, but then he has like, even like the song with Big Sean, the song with Ferg is crazy at the end. It is. I mean, there's that feed that's spicy. It's such a good song. It's so funny. He has, it um, be. 
he has the one he even points out i gotta find the lyric he points out um his predicament of being um <laughs> the stage of his career and what people want and what they say and like he clearly has no fucking interest ever in doing anything illmatic adjacent again which i love like this yeah. album is like a, a, a middle finger to all of the illmatic freaks that just want to keep reliving fucking roll the uh, credits state of mind over over and over, and over. okay the cure the last song on the retail and the, the first song the book is the book. he says Cuban Lake, QB chain, belong in the MoMA. So boomerang, you salute my 27 summers. Rolls Royce Brigade, just cause it go with the moment. Pop saw the chain, got his medallion, I want it. Send your weight imitation, cause I copy the stomach. Kings on the kings, straight from my pot to my sunshit. Steak tartar, bloody mercury levels from raw fish. Sushi for lunch, waiter at the table, the cork twist. I've studied like a book by many. They give me looks of envy, I took the Bentley. White chick like Liz Taylor might get the Bentayga. On my Rick James behavior, life is school for the soul, and I'm in life seven already. Life simple but heavy, incomprehensible shit, everything from sexy to deadly. I done been through that shit, still going deeper like I grew a new inch on my dick. We looked at Robin as a way of resolving our problems. My mom's cooked food, but some of my niggas was starving, and whatever they was down to do, I was with them regardless. Turns out I was hungry and was hitting He's the hardest. He's just doing it, man. The, the production is the total opposite of the Benny album from Hit Boy. It's just like a really, really good late career rap album from a dude who still has some ideas and he's still doing it. Like it's, he's talking about the same, you know, investors and all that shit he's been saying on Nasir and all that. But it's just like an album. I don't know. It's like, it's like an album I just keep finding myself wanting to play and play and play. And no one, you know, it's not like it's, uh, it's not in that space of Ka and, uh, Pray for Paris and these shits we talked about at the beginning. It's better than all them shits because he's taking, he's doing something new and different while still rapping his ass off in, in certain points for sure and still making songs and concepts. I just think, I think it's just a full, a, a, it's, you got, I've, I've been ranting about this on our show and other shows. I'm just, I'm just, me, me, per, I'm just past the point of the, the vibes type of rap. I'm done with that. I want songs, I want concepts. I want hooks. Like, I'm good. I, I've been to the 24-hour buffet now for four years of just loop a beat, say some random shit for a minute and a half. The song's over. I don't know what the fuck it's about. The title means nothing. The album isn't about shit. Like, I'm, I'm past that. So King's Disease is, like, is my uh, is my antidote to all of that shit. Shouts to people that still, you know, you can guys can fuck. I'm, I'm cool with people like on like Ultra Black, bro. That song's fucking great, man. Yeah, it's Ultra a great Black's song. Fucking great. Blue Benz is ill. King's Disease's song is crazy. It's just I'm yeah. Even the even the firm joint, it's whatever. But Az fucking smashes that song, and that made me get back into Az again. I was like going through an Az run after I heard that album. Mm. So yeah, Nas King's Disease. I fuck with it. There you go. Word. What do you got, Les? So um, I'm going with the EP from this dude, uh, Kadeem. I think that's how you say it. Oh, he's fire. Yeah, so he has that EP called Passing Exchange. He's fire, Kadeem. And it's just like a a dope, quick little five-song joint of him just killing like these real sort of like interesting and soulful beats that are like, you know, not just like soul loop type shit that like really kind of built out or like Mm -hmm. all sorts of horns and moods. The shit is really dope. And he just fucking... 
kills every single track. Uh, I want you to put a, a track called Big Gains in there. Uh, play to the whistle, oh, it's mine. Come back like Jesus right on the thrice. Up at the half ain't full-time, nigga. Half-time hustlers hate a full-time, nigga. Trap ain't nothing but by design, and uh, I ain't paid with copious time, and uh, Exactly night for all my mind mentions Always found the final less a diamond with my time pressure Yeah, I'm worldwide like NATO cast Molded these niggas need my Play-Doh back Authentic wrist, you see the Alfredo scratch Popping a blick from the halo batch Dropping a zip till the payroll black Made it out the red cause I'm a student Paid attention, you was ripping up the rubric My bread Jamaican, but the same and Jewish Threw it like Aikman since to catch my young been providing new sense Got it for less, you got it for cheap Differences for you was quality, I'm talking to feet Big business when I got all my brothers on to the teeth If commission and for your strip when they starving to eat yeah. like, wow, he just, like, he just goes off, he kills I mean, he kicked yeah, it, he, he, you know, like, a lot slower on the beat But he's just... He's really nasty. I found him, I think, like a year or two ago. And it was like somebody posted him, and I was just like, "Holy yep. shit!" Yeah, and just became nice. an instant fan once once that popped on my radar. Yeah, he's uh, dude nice. out of Boston. Yep, yep, he's fire, man. Yeah. yeah, he's real dope. I like him. I like him a lot. So, so Castro, here's with another one. All right, another one is for my soul sister, who dropped an incredible record, long time coming. Um, Saw Rock dropped the sharecropper's daughter um, mm. on on Rhyme Sayers, and um, I've been you know I've been you know I've been flowing with Saw for a minute. Mm-hmm. We never worked together, but we always um, we have mutual friends and stuff. So I've been keeping track on her stuff, and when she was totally independent, mm. um, she was still kicking it like nothing stopped her. You know, this is a goddess in the flesh. She really was pushing her um, her brand of hip hop. And then, um, so her, um, she had, her project's always produced by Soul Messiah, so he did all the beats. And that's mm-hmm. one thing I was really impressed by, because I've, I've been listening to Soul Messiah and her for years. So Soul has a certain production style that fits our rock, but I wanted him to push it a little bit once I knew they were getting um, on a bigger platform. Mm-hmm. And like this, this album has like Black Thorn on there, Styles P is on here. Um, it fun. opens with Soul Williams on a song, Chronix is on a song. So it's just it just goes the gamut. Fifteen cuts, double album, mm. four sides. The album is uh, it's um, it's impeccable. It has like this gold inlay on it. I just really wanted to mention that. So like when you shine it mm. in the light, it like reflects a bit. And um, she is the actual daughter of a sharecropper, so like it's not just hyperbole. And there's a lot of topics she goes into, and I think she's somebody that a lot of people should look up to. People, um, period. And also, I think a lot of young women should look up to black women specific. Um, she's she's a really good idol. I think you know she does good works. She pushes her veganism hard. <laughs> you know you're gonna get that from her, and she could spit her fucking ass off. If, if anybody's familiar, you can look up um, her with um, appearing on Black Thought sets, and she'll come up there and, and rip like a forty bar does sus fucking blade. And it's just, it's, she's always been impressive. Always, always admired her pen and her, wow. uh, you know, and, and the way she spits. She spits with a lot of, uh, a lot of grit. And, um, and also, you know, me and her, we lock, lock brothers and sisters. So I'm always going to push all of my mm. um, lock wares. So yeah, um, check that out. Uh, let's see, the song you can drop. Uh, is she our banging joints? Hand to God, Deliverance, uh, 
Goddess Gang, 40 and a Mule. Uh, any of those joints would be fire. And I think I'll listen as well. Uh, we'll be appreciative. Go we'll check back. Check on Side Rock and check back with my mic is like my only highlight in my life some days i testify into eights like saints on sundays because i've been through the sewage and come back unfazed now my music's my temple of worship so come praise now let me reintroduce myself i'm sarak they call me red or shorty for short on my block ain't had no bread and kept me fed on garvey and gil scott so i'd keep a real shot now i'm trigger happy busting too often for my esophagus offer my soul up in every reversal my consciousness cdc maybe but i'm bigger than them much Super manifest of my lane from cryptic sarcophagus. I ain't gonna lie, low recognition would be dope. Cause I be chanting just like a penis. I need remote. The ghost of my past, a man in the heart, my every quote. Into the truth, since my future, just like an antidote. Hand to God. Z, what oh, you got? She got a, um, and she got a joint produced by Evidence. Oh, nice. yeah. I'm all about that. Um, yeah, one beat by Evidence. Yeah, man. Well, Castro shit on it a few weeks back, but um, Spillage Village record, man. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let me not, let me not be like that. I'm sorry. Spillage Village shit. Songs, oh baby. Concepts. Musicians. Fucking J.I.D. It's everything I need right now. That shit is... I, I played it for the, the, this kid who works for me. He was like, man, I've been, he's like, every day I've been driving home just playing this shit because it's so fucking catchy. Their Tiny Desk concert is like in a church in Atlanta. That shit was hard. This album is Earth Gang. I, oh, my God. Like, I love it, man. It's just like, and they all like linked up and like stayed in the studio together for a few months. This whole collective of people. I knew, I think they came out with something a couple of years back. I wasn't really fucking with it. I wasn't really knowing it at all. But like the dude Six Lacks on here, Ari Lennox. Man, this, this, this is like, I can't believe you don't like this shit, bro. This is like so dungeon family out, man. Like everything about this shit is hard. Earth Gang, right? Yeah, Big Rubes on the Get fucking the record. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Earth Gang, my ass, please. Bro. I'm, 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 I'm. Bro, you gotta no. watch that tiny desk. <laughs> No, thank you. I get up, I get up, I get up so high. Oh, I'll play that shit. Song sing. That shit is hard, man. I get up. These. It's for my niggas on the east side. Yeah. It's for my niggas on the west side. Yeah. It's for my niggas on the north side. This shit is right in your wheelhouse, man. Did I try to twist your arm to any of my picks? 
No, because I, I was being professional. I was like, mm-hmm, go on, yes. And that's how I'm being. Mm-hmm. Now you go were like, on. fuck out of You immediately. Uh-huh. Go see? on. Yes. See, you're being very uh, pugnacious right, right now. <laughs> but the Spillage Village record, wow. This is this is where I'm going my life. I want to hear some fucking live instruments. I want to hear three dudes rhyming in harmony, girls singing. These One song, you know, like J.I.D. talk about all, all the things he's praying for, even though like they're not really things you should be praying for man this album is fucking good dude it's i mean spillage and spillage and that shit is yeah i highly recommend it if you if you ever were interested at all by any means like the dreamville cats who admittedly like aren't you know our world of rap they're not mm-hmm. they're not really congruent but mm-hmm. this shit is this shit is live man this spillage. Besides, if, let me stop let me, let me be nice <laughs> Come on, yo. You're stop. not nice. So just say what you want, man. Like what? Like Slum Village don't exist? Like get your own name, man. That's my uh, story. Get go. your own name. This is your arbitrary thing. Someone man. forever. Get your own name, man. Like the most petty like... reason not to like someone. There you go. You found it. Oh really? You are let's Tom go, Petty so Let's right talk now. about this year. You are Tom about, Petty right let's now. Let's talk about your 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 great champions, Lady Antebellum, who changed their name in light of. <laughs> Uh, wanted backlash that sh- they should have been got changed their name in light of the civil unrest in America to Lady A, who in fact already exists. <laughs> what does that have to do with Spillage Village? I'm getting to it. Already exists, but they have a little bit more staying power, so they sue her for her name. Wait, right? I'm confused. Say say this all again. It's an amazing story. Yeah, please tell me. I'm I'm listening. So Lady Antebellum. Yes. You know, the white band. Right. Yes. Yes. Obviously, their name sucks. All right. Yeah. I mean, forever. I mean, Antebellum is a prefix to Antebellum South. And that was um, when they succeeded from the union and all that stuff. That's where the Antebellum thing comes from. Mm -hmm. And they were Lady Antebellum. Oh, they liked that time period. I guess they took the instruments, (laughs) whatever. I don't know what that means. So and this year, when you know things came to a, a true head in, in certain instances, they didn't they didn't want backlash of their name being antebellum in this new America. So they try to claim that they're being proactive. They're going to change their name. First, they say they're going to change their name. That was first. Okay. Then they came with the name. It wasn't the okay. same announcement all at once. Then they said, "Oh, we're just going to be called Lady A." Lazy. What? Like <laughs> what? Lady A. And then their management or their, you know, ARs or whatever didn't do their research. Lady A already exists. Yo, you, you, you know, you know what Lady A sounds like? It sounds like like the old retired stripper that's now like the strippers' managers. Go see Lady A if you want to book me. Like that's she's a she's a blues artist. She makes her own music and she um, exists. You could just search her on iTunes and all her albums come up. She has like, to I think time, three right? or four albums out, and then. And a, another cowardly move. So then they, they figure out this lady exists and this communication. And then they go, oh, we'll just sue you for your name. Oh. And since they have, you know, a label backing, the suit is not done, but wow. it doesn't look good for her. I mean, she'll, I don't know how she'll use the name, but I think the suit is just for them to use the name. But of course, when people wow. start searching, they'll come up with her, with whatever, you know, anyway. Yeah. Spillage Village should change their name because Just Village is the name. Spillage so Palisades. No, one, no one's allowed to say Village because Slum Village. You don't even like Slum Village. You hate Slum Village. I hate the the, the latest iteration of Slum Village. They got your <laughs> ban on it. 
They got more like Crumb Village, am yeah, I right? They got, both your, they got both your mans on it. Your Crumb mans. Village. T sucks. That's his name. T sucks. T three is incredible. T sucks and um. That doesn't make sense. And give me a fuck and um L. Give me a fucking Briggs eye. That's what I call him. Give me a fucking break. All right. L. Give me a fucking break. If you could, if you, if you could, like go like, like you got a wish with a magic lamp, and you said, uh, I want to make pretension into an MC. That's him. Okay. Wow. That's him come to life. The word pretension with arms and legs and glasses. Yo, bro. So, so because another group has village in it, so is SZA not allowed to exist because of Jizz and RZA and Smoke Dizza? They got they're all need to change. Their I, I don't think Smoke Dizza should exist because of Jizz and RZA. I had a problem with SZA. Smoke Dizza for a little bit. I had a problem with SZA for a little bit too. Yeah. So, but then I you did. got over it because you were like, I'm an adult. I don't give a shit about this stuff. Actually, I'm gonna move on. That's well, Smoke Dizza's dope. I, I still don't listen to Young Drew or Old Drew, whatever the fuck is. <laughs> young, young Drew. <laughs> young Drew. I mean, he's, you know. He's whatever. He's a fucking dork, but it is what it is. He's it has nothing to do with him. But that's his name. I'm talking about names. No, I'm, I'm just talking about like riding somebody else's coattail. Well, that's that's why I don't I don't like him either. But the, but his I give him credit. His his Rolodex is incredible. Like Wiki, Edon, Mock. Fuck that. He's got he's got heat around him. He's just you know the corniest part of it all. But whatever, he's gonna block me probably. So that's yeah. worst things have happened. To an yeah, adult like me, are you not blocked yet? No, I'm not. At the moment, okay. I'm not. I think I'm blocked. Oh, okay. Getting blocked by Droog is like getting a five five point oh review in. <laughs> getting getting blocked by Droog is like scratching your balls. It ain't shit. Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, all right. You got all another right. pick, take- Alaska, or we got to go? With, uh, yeah, no, I got one more, and then let's take a break and go into the features. Those features, yeah. Um, so. I had to switch my pick up last minute because you always doing Spotify lied. No, Spotify lied to me. They said that um, it came out in 2020. So I was looking at um, Bag Talk by uh, Pink Sifu and uh, Young Morpheus. And Young Morpheus, 2019. But it came out uh, like right at the end of 2019. Uh, so whatever you can uh, No, but it's cool because I'm, I'm gonna actually go with uh, Young Morpheus's solo record, Black Shikamata. Hmm. Ah, I didn't. I didn't peep that. He's rapping yeah, on it. Really, he's rapping. Yeah, he's rapping on it. Okay. He's rapping on it. It's produced completely by other people. Um, oh, he's got a couple okay, beats by uh, August Fanon. Okay. Um, he's got a, a beat or two by um, Theravada, who also oh, makes word. the whole record. No, and then, um, he's got Roper Williams on it, dropping the nice. beats. All right. Um, it's Connect a real dope record. I mean, if you like, if you like that style of shit, you'll you'll dig it. Yeah. It's um, you know, sort of like. I don't know what the term would be, but a dude that kind of like just talks like this when he raps. Like I don't really put much emotion into my words. Oh, everything I said, rapping, which is what I. I, I it's it's my um resting voice, as if yeah. like I rap like I'm talking to my mom in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> I rap like like I'm like I'm a teenager talking on the phone and I want to hear me. I'm like, hey, you you rap like how I talk on this podcast because I'm usually fucking exhausted and I've been up for yeah exactly. You got a blanket over your head while you're rapping. (laughs) (laughs) Totally trying to block trying to block out the ills of the world. Yeah, but I mean he's he's really fucking dope. It's real like what's it called? What's that? What's it called? Uh, the album's called Black Shikamata. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's real dope. It's, and it's, it's cool. It's like one of those like quick, like 10 songs, maybe like 25 minute records. Oh, nice. Uh, Fair breeze. 
I'm watching being John Malkovich bumping some Tony Palkovich. I ain't tripping over these crackers, they won't amount to shit. Never told nobody my dealings, niggas about to snitch. Coming out the woodwork on me, cause they pockets hit. No, I kept a good perp on me when I'm blocking grips. New work, homie, cost a couple. I ain't pay for shit. Blood all over my knuckles from making vacant trips. How the fuck you want it? You ain't willing to take a risk. Brought a master plan with a spliff and a Mika Lada. Tell these cops to get off my dick. A nigga getting dollars, I'ma need the big bag. King can't live in squalor. Get your wig snatched while these crackers playing with my guava. I need some reparations. We with the escalation. Pigs came into the door. I was extra. Yo, shouts to, um, shouts to Theravada. We, we were talking about, he and I were talking about OGC. Nice. Origin, original. People yeah, don't even know that name. Original new gun clap. Damn, he got he got the the storm and Empire Strikes Back on CD. Wow, he's one of us rare ones. I have strikes I have both back. on CD. Yes. Well, and, I don't I don't a, have strikes anymore. He threw it out the window. No, that's that's I threw out four of the people out the window. But I had Empire Strikes for a minute. I just couldn't look at it much longer, so I I think I <laughs> traded or something. But just to him, though. I had a I had. I, it took me a while to get the storm on CD. I, I like, I'll be honest about that. It took me a while yeah. to buy it. Yeah. Original gun clappers. Hurricanes the Rang, boy. Comebacks the Rang. No, Louis, Louisville. Oh, Hennyville. 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 The Hennyville. We get him for a hook. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, but see, I'm, like, I'm playing, I'm playing this young Morpheus, but very just, and he, it already sounds like, but there's like a different. It's got like some brightness to it. That's, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, it's good shit. Yeah. Okay, I'll make an exception for Young. I see Young Morpheus. He's rapping like how I'm talking right now, but in a doper way. Yeah. Another yeah, person of that ilk is um the boy Navy Blue, and people aren't like familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got Kyle. He got well. But I like Navy Blue. He got Kyle on the record, and then um he he has the the Earl. DNA in him, but it sounds like he cares a lot more. Sounds like it's just a more like more. I would lean more to it. It's not. I would say Killer Priest because Killer Priest doesn't have an affect on his voice. But it's you know y'all know what I mean. Um, I, I like out of all of the cats that do that, I like Navy Blue the best. Um, just as a side note, and he, I think his record is Ariad Ariadine. Hmm. I mean. Sweet. Well, why don't we take our last break and then we'll talk about uh, our favorite features for 2020 because we fucking rap better than everyone on this list. Yep. God bless. We'll be back. When the alien mimics invade, small pros just one of many recruits shoved into a smooth battle armor called a jacket and sent out to kill. Small pro dies in the only to be reborn each morning to fight and die again and again. On his 158th iteration, he gets a message from a mysterious ally, the neighborhood rebel known as Curly Castro. Is he the key to small pros escape or his final death? Blue Edwards, y'all. Small pro, Curly Castro. You know what it is. Wreck. All right, we are back. We're we going to take back. this down to like a home stretch. Yes. We kind of talked about other people's shit. For a lot. Right now, we're going to talk about our shit. Our shit. We've talked about our records. We've talked about our fucking EPs. We've talked about all of our own projects. Mm-hmm. But 
one thing we don't talk about that much is our guest features. And I think mm. sometimes these things go under the radar. So I want everybody just to let people know what your favorite guest feature that you did this year was. So Castro, why don't you hit us first? Oh, um, it was, it was at first I was like, God damn, cause I did a bunch. And mm-hmm. so sometimes it's hard for me to remember what it is. And then when I search, I don't know where anything is online. Um, but, um, I, I would, to be honest, it would be the uh, Midnight Suns feature. You're on the song too. Yeah. Uh, Vigilante Breakfast. It just was, um, it just came together as a decent concept. It was a good one. And, and it's just something I was just happened to be thinking about. <laughs> Shit, sorry. Uh, something I just happened to be on my mind. And I, I remember almost writing that kind of immediately. Like as when I, mm. when I really feel it, like when the idea came, I just wrote the whole thing. Um, and um, I know a lot of times I'm sometimes the first to finish on track, even if I'm featuring on it. Um, mm-hmm. So I was just hoping that it was a concept that would stick. And so it seemed to do well. People yeah, digging it. It did really well. But yeah, that, that was my favorite one I did. I did All a bunch. Right. I, like, I'm, I had another one with Darko. Uh, there's a lot of good vampire imagery in there. Mm. So um, people want to check that one out. It's a Darko the Super. Um, the album's called the, the Devil Defeated. I don't know the name yeah. of the track, but I'm on there. And I, I did some good vampiric imagery on there, so I want people <laughs> to check that. So, um, but yeah, those those two really stuck out for me. What about you, Z? Um, I, I I gotta do split one A and one B. Uh, shouts to I Live man. Uh, his album I'll Wait Forever. I fucking love yes. this record. Great record. Um, it's like Philly's version of Handsome Boy Modeling School. Uh, so I think Castro's on it. Alaska, are you on his album? Which album is it? It's uh, I Live. I Live. I'll wait forever. No, I'm not. He's got Sleep on there. I'm on there though. Uh, he's got Nas on there. He's got Darko, High Keach, and Mister Shouts to Cole Rhymes. Um, Gogi's on there. Head Trip. Do Race Strife. Yikes is on there. Um, I'm, I got the first song on the record, and it's inspired by the show The Prisoner, which is the greatest fucking TV show that most people have never seen it's inspired every every show of all time after it from the 60s uh so me, me and me and i live i put him i put him and his girl into that show so uh it's a song based on that it's called who was number one and uh I, there's a line on there i say i was very very it's it's like those moments where you do a verse that you're like oh this is the part like if no one pays attention to anything else i say it's on it's on this joint where i say um I say something like, uh, I rap and I make my own beats, Chad Butler, a writer and producer and a rapping ass husband. I used to watch Spice and I used to watch Hustler. I smoke a motherfucker <laughs> like a mighty key muffler. <laughs> I was Sorry. very enthused with that shit. Very enthused. Um, I love that shit. So Shasta Island, that album is the shit. I'll wait forever. He he did a lot of, a lot of all, I think he did all, all the production and there's a lot of like, vocalists live instruments but without being fucking jam band corn bullshit is hot and then uh shasta torito um i was in the video for him for his album uh meat circus um it was me and shasta migs son daddy the song's called crying moon um we shot the video here in philly i was dressed kind of i was on my, my camp low shit at that video shoot so when i saw last score city's doing i was i was a little heated i was like yo one bro i already did all that shit um, <laughs> 
we had the ode to can't love though so yeah there's a, where's the one line i say something about i say something like we the men that don't talk nice you can't afford no off whites your shit don't even hit like walt weiss <laughs> it was like we terrorize and late night diners on city light city line ave like alan iris and you better not be dining in so there, there's a spot called city line out of philly and there there was a uh uh cash what's the spot you almost choked to death in on city line Ave? fridays fridays there's a tgi fridays and alan iverson used to go there before practice and he eat. used to always destroy it right like yeah he would boys. destroy it and then he would go right down the road to this disgusting fucking practice spot the Sixers used to be in called pecom and be like yeah can't practice uh, my stomach hurts <laughs> But him and his boys would just sit there, fucking play dominoes, talk shit. And if people try to get their autograph, they're like, yo, get the fuck out of my face. Like, he was not friendly to any anybody in TGI Fridays for years. It's amazing. It's all pre internet, obviously. But Shasta Iris, he didn't give a fuck. So, yeah, the Torito joint crying moment. I was, I was really, yeah, all, all my Philly guys, man. I, I love, I love doing shit they did. Nice. Um, so, I feel like I had a really good year for features this year. You fucking um, were on yeah, the map, yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you were like, you were like, uh, shit. I'm trying to think of like who's a dude that would just do mad features in a year. I can't even think of that person would be right now, but that was you. Like ASAP Ferg. ASAP Ferg feature year. Yeah, that'd be dope. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like, I want to do, I want to say the Scorsese shit because I think him and I have really fun chemistry together. Um, but there's two that like really kind of stood out to me mm. that like. <laughs> people don't really talk about much that I'm really happy with the verses. So I want to talk about those. Mm. So the first one is the one I did with Torito. Um, I think I really fucking killed that shit. Um, I just got like, like just fucking lines. Like, um, this is not a good faith argument. Wait, why are y'all quoting yourselves? I didn't quote myself. That's on you. That's your fault. You act like you've never listened to call out culture. Whatever, yo. Um, but fucking uh what is it? So it's basically like um I'm Philip Morris, I endorse all these carcinogens. I wear cardigans and blow in the cartridges. I'm on my old man shit and these have no cartilage. I'm like a no name Joe Namath. Leave uh, leave my never leave my home without my phone and my stain stick. I used to floss, but of course I'm more frugal now. I'm semi famous, tell lames to use Google pal. I can't Ooh. fuck with you if you ain't fuck with juvenile. I'll skip your rap show. I'd rather have a root canal. I rap like I'm Papa Large. Look like Jerry Lundegaard. I've been nice since Jay stabbed on on the undercard. That's been my fucking verse, yo. And then the, the other one was the, the track I did with Chum. Okay. That's my oh, that joint, Tenenbaum crazy. shit. That's my yeah, favorite. So, I, was, I was hoping you were going to bring it up, because if you didn't bring it up, I was going to bring it up. That's that joint that is shit is just that's like, to me, that's like one of my favorite shits that I ever did. That song amazing, man. That song is... Fucking, I got this shit where it's like, um, I'm on my DJ Khaled, you're on your DJ Tanner. Oh no, honey, I'm good. I'm on that Andy Grammer. More like Kelsey Grammer, maybe Nelly Country Grammer. Some lines of head scratchers, just a bunch of lung for dandruff. Ha ha, some flaky white shit. I'm talking chicken bake. I'm talking chicken with the shaken basic bacon rice dish. Hamburger helper, raw kelp or kale chips. 
I love mm. this Southern California rap, my OJ Mayo shit. O'Shea, Ren, Easy Kale, and No Can. This old man could still cause big trouble like Lopin. No, damn. And then, then, like, one more real quick run that I just really liked. Um, it's like, I, I read Castaneda, killed my internal dialogue, studied the art of dying while listening to the fly god, oh focused on disappearing, got my Marty McFly on. The top five rappers now are just me and dialogue. dialogue. Put that in your Twitter feed so everyone can pile on. Get catty as you want to go. Get your Selena Kyle on. Dialogue. Rock fly yeah. robes like Ghostface meets Qui-Gon. Ask yourself, is this the hill you want to die on? Because when because the humans versus silence, if we do this, you'll get schooled like Wild Stallions and Rufus. Back in the day, I bought everything on Roofless until Cube split. I guess I was a Cubist. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I was really that happy with that shit. Fucking mean, man. Yeah, so I went ham on this uh, vampire shit that I was mentioning earlier. But I like the way it ends. Because if you watch as much vampire movies as I do, you should get most of it. Uh, Eddie Vamp. Oh, so I go on this run. Uh, where is it at? Um, uh, Whistler Blades are on the run. Adam Reynolds to the fray, and you can say the party done, but we resurrect for fun. Eddie Vamped in Brooklyn once. Kadeem hopped up in the limo, found the ring, and grew some fronts. New day in Brooklyn, Unc. No Mac is still on the hunt. Reaper virus at the ready. Reinhardt had me cracking up. Blade mm. Berserk just blew heads up. Blood pack joke, he had enough. Let them chickens home the roost. Ask Damaskinos killed by son. You know, that's all my blade yeah. shit. Ooh, and I, cause I started the shit with uh, the lost boy killer me and Kiefer got a thing thing. Devil's Night, Doppelganger, Corey's Bang Bang. Rizzo was my fave with the Fang Fangs. Daybreak with Kevin Baker, hang upside down under the train train. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so. out of this oh, my, I like that I say Devil's Night, Doppelganger, Corey's Bang Bang, the Corey Hammond. I, I like yep. the tie into Rizzo with the Fang Fang shit too. Yeah, well, that was because, yep. all right. And the funny thing about that is, like, um, I always had his stories, you know, when Rizzo was wearing his fangs and he was wearing the wings and shit. Yeah, and a friend of mine was the biggest Rizzo fan I've ever met in my life, like, liking the Rizzo when that wasn't popular. And he had posters and all that stuff. But then when he got religious, he said Rizzo was um was a demon. And he took down all of his posters and he wouldn't have any Rizzo imagery in his house anymore. Wow. It's very stunning. Wow. But, He's a demon. But, uh, yeah, so it's, well, it's too much going too far. Wow. Oh, shit. No, um, well, uh, let's flip it. Um, so everybody pick another favorite feature from somebody else, not yourself. Somebody just in the world? No, one of us, fool. Oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, see, on the spot work. Yeah, you ain't prepared, are you? No, nah, I'm not prepared for that. Well, good. Use your brain. Um, I like, uh, I like your, I like your hook on the Arm and Hammer record, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Playing the stars collapse, collab, the fucking hell high shit. It's that just, yeah, that was dope because perfect. how organic that was. He was actually just playing the beat while he was working on the track at his crib, and I just happened to be there, and I was just I just started saying it. I don't even know. Stars. I don't even know. I was thinking collapse. that. I don't know if I was collapse. thinking about Red Man or anything like that. I just 
That was just a hook. I wish I wish Redman like stayed that doing that than like the the really bad punchlines from 1970 rap. Like, oh, all the cosmic slop stuff. That yeah, like weird. all of that. Like be on acid and when you say when a planet the stars and the moons collapse, like you gotta be on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're thinking about right. you're thinking about yeah. star doom and nightfall and shit. And even when he says, you know, six million ways to die, so I chose maybe six million one with your eyes closed. Like that's fucking wild shit. Is it? Yeah, but bring it. Yes, that, that, I like that hook a lot. You're you're an underrated hook, dude. Like people don't give you props for hooks. I hate my hooks. I'm not. I don't think I'm even good at making hooks. So I'm glad. I'm serious. I'm so serious. Like my my hooks really they they could do they could use a lot of work in my opinion. But um, so I'm glad when some of my hooks stick. Cause I, I'm really hard on myself about those fucking hooks. Nah, bro. You're doing solid work out here. Nah, some people come up with some great hooks, and I just be sitting there fucking stuck. Well, most of these people don't even do hooks. They're just mumble for a minute and a half, and then put the hand yeah, out. No. The song's over. That there's 57 more, and I'm supposed to be impressed. <laughs> I'm hating, bro. I don't care. Um. Uh, oh, what what was it? What did I find the other day that Zilla did? You did a song on Fuck. I just saw it, and it was I was impressed. Um, fuck. Um, damn, skip me. Uh, I'm the last one to go. Uh, last, so, do you have anybody favorite a feature? Yeah, I, I really like Zilla's verse on Gunmetal Paint. Ah, oh, uh, dope. That dope. shit is fucking killer. And, um, you know, you guys both have really good guest appearances on that Cargo Cults record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my Pinky Ring verse. I like that a lot. Yeah, Pinky, Pinky Ring verse Pinky. is really good. I was I, I was on the phone with uh, the homie uh, Michael the Lion, formerly DJ At One. We got, like, we got like some disco type of record coming out, but we were talking about, I was like, one of my favorite moments of all time was the Kevin Dyson bar. On That's a great Rap bar, Hero. yeah. Is my our right hand. Yeah, that that like, that, that was too short. Like Kevin Dice tonight. That I, I was like, know. oh, that's my favorite shit. <laughs> Kevin, and he was like, yo, Kevin Dyson's like a principal now at a school or some shit. <laughs> we start talking. Like, yeah, I, I would, I would. The Cargo Coast would be my pick. The great rap duo because when you said, um, uh, when you had uh, Alaska say your line, um, about Dipset, and you say, like, this is my verse. Yeah, like, we're yeah. gonna praise Dipset. Yeah, like you're like Alaska just goes, yo, I hate Dipset. <laughs> like the way he delivered it, like yo, I hate Dipset. Like this is my verse. I right, do it. Yeah, yo, that's my that's my shit. And, I, and yeah, I, I love that song. Yeah, so I mean, it's probably other ones. My, my favorite like, is Alaska Ode to Camp Low. Yeah, the the, the fattest shit is the Pagus tits. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> That's well, I I remember I forget who, I forget who played me that first. It might have been Shell sent it to me on a, or texted it to me or you some. No, I, was, I got I hearing it. Shells because I got it from Shells first before I got it from the last. Yeah, I think Shell sent it to me, and then I was playing it, and I was like, score. Yeah, and then I was like, yo, I was like, and you, cause I, I remember I couldn't rewind very easily, and I was like, did he just say Tobias tits? <laughs> It was priceless. I was like, oh, I just gotta, I gotta replay the whole song now. I gotta hear this dude talk about Topanga's tits. She's married to um Jensen Carp. Yeah, oh, word. they just had a baby. Shouts to, shouts to them. He's, his right, but great. long story short, 
you know, let us know on the Twitter if y'all liked any of our features of the three of yeah, us. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um, and just, you know, drop that. Maybe we could do a playlist. I don't know. Best features. Well, yeah. not, not everything is on uh, the playlist. Because, you know what it is? Here's what I wanted to say. To wrap up. We, we are Cargo Codes are the real heroes because unlike everyone else shitting on Spotify while posting their streams, we'll never be on Spotify. So. Nope. Yeah. There you go. Never. Cargo Codes will never be. I, me solo. Blue Edwards isn't on Spotify either, right? Nah. I, I, fought, I fought it. Fought the urge. I was really compelled to do it like early is on. Midnight Suns on Spotify? Yes. Yeah. It yeah. just went up I, like in the last two weeks. Dude, I don't even use my Spotify anymore. If I go into like my shit, it's like 72 playlists that my daughter made with like one song in each of them. <laughs> and then it's like every recommendation is like Taylor Swift Oof. or like some like uh, TikTok star that got a song. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. My Spotify, I use it almost strictly to listen to Call Out Culture. Like I listen yeah. to it a lot. Get our numbers up. I mean, I pretty much use it at this point because it gives me Hulu and Showtime for free. Yeah. I thought I've been watching Fargo on Hulu. Yeah. Rewatch my whole run. I got to finish. I'm, I'm very close to, re- to finishing the rewatch of season three. I think I have two episodes left. Right. Did you guys watch um, Big Mouth? You guys watch no, no, I skipped it. I skipped it. I heard, yeah, it, was, I heard it was cool, but it was, I skipped it. Um, yeah, I've been watching. I watched that real quick, and then I've been watching Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I, you know it's yeah, funny. Yeah, Bob's Burgers will be on random times, on like on whatever channel I'll have it's on. It's a great show. Watching, yeah. and after he goes to bed, if that channel's still on, it'll be on, and I'll be watching five ten minutes. I'm like, this shit is definitely for adults, and it's great. And then I just yeah, yeah it's real. It's really good. Um, I, I wasn't always in the mood for it, but it's really a good show. Yeah, I, I usually put it on. I'll watch like two episodes, and I'll fall asleep on the couch. And in my like the last like few weeks, my wife has just taken. A point of coming out here and taking a picture of me falling asleep on the couch and making my wallpaper every fucking morning on my phone. I'm like, God damn it. hilarious. Like belly hanging out and shit. That's classic. Your fucking drool. That's yeah. hilarious. Good for you, man. That's love. Shouts, shouts to the wife. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps up the best of 2020 on Call Out Culture Podcast. Call Out Culture. Yeah. Yo, don't, don't, you know, we get into the 2021. The, the theme is subscribe to our Patreon, have some yeah, fun, like stop playing, it. you know what I'm saying? We got levels, $5 level, $10 level, $20 level. Um, um, it's all about what you want to um, commit. All the levels, you get the same shit, exclusive yeah. content. But if you want to be a, you know, you want to get on to the, 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 uh, <laughs> the principal level of Belushi and, um, uh, what's other Lou guy? Gossett Jr. and Lou Gossett. That's, yeah. that's that that's, that's, big, that's big money, boss money player level shit. You got you want the Behringer? That's the that's the ten piece. Uh, that's the five piece. And the oh, that's Behringer five piece. piece the, and Treat Williams is the ten. We piece. we have so we had to have like a crossover again with uh, the Zebras pod just to talk about those movies, the principal yeah. movies that that genre. Principals. Yeah, we definitely yeah the, definitely the, the angry out. teacher beats the shit out of high school kids movie. Dangerous Minds. Yeah, we, we, it, it's. It, the funny Hiring. fact that that was actually Hiring. a genre is hilarious. That there's five yeah. movies, five or more movies, just about that. Adults beating and, and not, shit out of Don't, don't get it twisted, listeners. We're not talking um, lean on me with like, not not that coming Clark. of age with a with Mr. Clark, a real, no, we're not talking about any of that. We're talking about yeah. these the weaponized principles. With a shirt yeah, like high, Former Marine turned and principal. Then, <laughs> and then if you go Green further- Green Beret turned principal. Jim if you go further in this series, um, there's um, this principle like three, 
I know not principal three. I think it faculty whatever it is, substitute three. Substitute three, number three, three is, is the um no they cyborgs. They're like the teachers are like cyborgs. Oh uh, yeah, I like, forget yeah, that. Yeah, they one. go they go that. hard in the paint it's, on that. It's basically it's every like it's like every boomer's like wet dream, like to go show up to a high school and be like a fifty five year old white dude who just beats the shit out of kids. Then then the um the teachers tried to fight back on the genre because if, if I'm not mistaken, you can look up who wrote and who produced the faculty. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was like former teachers, like, hey, hey fuck this uh, principal shit, no, let's get beat up. We're gonna make one, we're aliens, we're gonna take over these damn kids. That just, yeah. that screams. Well, yeah, what was the cyborg teachers. one? It was called like Cyborg High or something like that? No, there's, there's that, but there's one, as you go farther with um, the substitute, it gets. Class of 1999, wackier. that's what it's Oh, I remember that. But that was made in the 80s, right? It was made in uh, 1990. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. The, the, there's yeah. cyborg. Cyborgs and teachers. It is a, pr- a principal's attempt to demilitarize his high school battle zone with android <laughs> educators backfires. <laughs> we gotta watch, I gotta watch this. Show. Well, that might be a Patreon one. Just just doing a live taping of watching the a live watching. Of it. Oh no! And then, and then also, as as goes, class of 1992, the substitute. There it is. So then there's um, but also for anybody looking forward to joining our Patreon faithful. We'll be doing an upcoming um, demo episode where we'll be playing um, some demos we're working on and going over yeah, like yeah. Um, some, you know, some of our processes and do some verses, you know, just let y'all inside a little bit. So if y'all mm. interested in something like that, join the Patreon at any of the levels I just mentioned, because yeah. we'll be having that episode very soon. We'll be doing a demo roundtable. Y'all can just come and just, you know, Pay, you know, just sit and watch. You can suggest things. You can uh, bootleg our shit. That's cool. You know, anything you want. But you know, just get a little peek behind the just curtain on the peek. process of three uh, MCs. That's so I'm going to put you guys on the spot, and we could actually erase this um, if we don't want to do it. What? But if the cargo cults culture uh, and cargo cults, the uh, the cross the cross cult. God damn it, I'm tired. <laughs> the call out culture album or cross EP ever happens. Album. Uh. Um, can we leak out songs one by one, one a month to the? Um, of course. Patreon I mean, people. yeah, if we get it, yeah, if we get it done in that manner, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, That's all no right, problem. cool. So yeah, Patreon also gets you a glimpse behind the stage. So you know, please, you know, <laughs> indulge. We appreciate it, and you will too. Yeah, you know, you know who started in the class of 1999 too, the substitute. Our man Sasha Mitchell. Oh, step by step and kickboxer too. Wow. Kickbox- and he's actually like world renowned kickboxer. Yeah. the way he acts, yeah. you would never think that. His he's, you know, he's, his his next upcoming role is in a movie called Cyborg Nemesis: The Dark Rift. Yeah, he goes. He does all those B movies, but he looks so. Hmm, yeah. but he can fight his ass off. He knows like the legit. Movies. Oh, and he's another like, one. He's doing kickboxer Algiers. That's in pre-production. He did. Um, he did. He he jumped on Kickboxer number two when they went to yeah, Kickboxer yeah. two. He became the star. Yeah, yeah. Kickboxer one kickboxer wasn't. All wasn't in the, he's in all no, of them. That's JVCD in the first. One. Yeah. Yes. Yep. yep. And he picked it up right after that. Yep. Yo, my man. He's in Kickboxer. No, who's your two, man? Y'all don't remember American Kickboxer or was it American, American Ninja? Ninja. It's American, American Ninja. That's Michael. Uh, that who's that? Yeah. That's uh, what. Who is that? I used to watch. I used to watch American Ninja because I used to, I used to do karate and we would have like sleepovers at the karate fucking. School. Stojo, and we would watch like karate movies and fucking fall asleep. We were nineties karate culture now. We were watching so wait. What, what was y'all opinion on Karate Kid two? Well, three, I guess at that point. Uh, three, three, 
Three was it was solid. Three with three when when they went to they went to Japan and it was the hurricane and all that stuff. I thought that was two and they went to Japan. Two was Japan, yeah. So what's three? Wasn't three Hillary Swank? That's the next karate kid. That's the next karate kid. And then there's the other the karate kid with um with Jaden Smith in there. Yeah. That's like the next karate kid again. Oh, yeah. this is my man's name from the American Ninja, Michael Dudikoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dudikoff. Dudikoff. He had the um, he had the the blonde tipped brown hair. Yeah. Frost. It was a little frosty. Yeah, like everyone's dressed like a ninja, but he's got like his fucking chest out. His chest hair, out. And and go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that ridiculous yo. Michael Dudikoff. Oh my god. Colonizer. That motherfucker is a colonizer. Yeah, that's 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 just just as bad as the last samurai. He is me. the lady just... A. He's a lady Antebell. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Dudakoff. Michael Dudakoff. Wow. He's lady A His hair is perfect and never comes out of place the whole time. Yeah, he's, he's in the fighting. Philippines fucking up like real ninjas with like a like a white beater and dog tags and a sword. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of my face. Due to call. You are not Chuck Norris, due to call. No, you are bro. not Chuck. Fuck out of my face, due to call. What All about right. Jim Cotta with Mitch Gaylord? Nah, I don't know. Was that Mitch Gaylord? Was he in that? What, I gotta American look Ninja? at it. No, I gotta What's look that? at it. What's no, that? You're talking about Jim Cotta. No, Jim Cotta. You Jim Cotta. No, never seen Where the kids time. were like gymnasts, but then they would learn how to fight. You don't <laughs> no, know. it was Kurt Thomas. It wasn't Mitch Gaylord. Oh my God, no. Jim Cotta. No, I'm yeah, not. it was like a gym, a gymnast who like used karate. Yeah, <laughs> insane. Nothing is worse than the um, what was it, three baby ninjas? What are they called? No, three baby. ninjas, bro. Fuck That's what they called. Rocky it wasn't loves the, it wasn't Emily. Rocky, yeah, three it wasn't ninjas. baby ninjas, and it was three ninjas, and it was three white kids. Yeah, and then there was another one called Surf Ninjas with fucking. Um, All uh, right, good night. Thank y'all for tuning in to Call Out Culture. We appreciate y'all. Ernie Reyes. <laughs> we appreciate y'all support. Keep tuning in. Yeah, Same all out time. Yo, Same leave a comment. Your, your favorite 80s, 90s, and movie. Same horrible yeah. tangents. We give you the worst tangents on the, in the podcast you heard. Yeah. Nobody can beat how awful our tangents are. We agree. Uh, but we appreciate y'all's support. Thank you. We out of here. Peace. 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 Fuck Lady Annabelle.